Have you ever wished you had been taught how to study the Bible in depth? Because that is exactly what our partners, Chasing Sacred, are all about. Creating resources for studying the Bible that meet practical needs while also maintaining strong biblical literacy. The way they structure their studies are so purposeful, and they help readers understand the historical and cultural context, which is so important. They actually just came out with a new study on the book of Ephesians. You do not want to miss it. Just don't forget to put code abiding free for a 20% discount on any of their products. Click their link in our show notes and learn more about them at chasingsacred.com. Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom. Freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable. And it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free Podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between. Because this podcast is about living from the truth that yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Welcome back to the Abiding Free Podcast. Today, Kristen and I are excited for another conversation about something that is, I think, really important to our world right now, and that is the concept and the reality and the promise of peace, right? Which is something I think in short supply today. Um, You know, right now, a short word study shows that the opposite, right, of peace is war, conflict, hostility, animosity, distress, agitation. Right. These are opposite emotions or states of being of the word peace. And I don't know. I just feel like that largely describes the world today. Oh, man. Right. And how people are relating to each other, what's going on in the world. Um, And you know what I was thinking about is I feel like even from a secular standpoint, just the word peace or the ideal of peace is like this goal. Oh, right. You yes. think about Christmas songs. Yeah. Right. You think about Christmas songs or I even thought about, do you remember That's that movie? The focus. Yeah. yeah the yeah. Miss Congeniality. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Does anybody else listening remember that part when the beauty queens, the pageant queens are going up on stage and they're like, what would you, what would you <laughs> like, like in the peace? world? World peace. <laughs> world peace. Remember? And then Sandra yes. Bullock gets up and she's like, harsher, com- harsher punishment for criminals, Tom. <laughs> and, then, and everyone's like, mic drop. And then it's silent. And yeah. then she's like, and world peace. Oh, and everyone cheers. <laughs> anyway, funny. I forgot about that. I know that was just a funny sidebar. But um, but but what does it even mean? You know, Kristen, if you can you talk to us about that for a bit? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you look at it, like a basic definition is freedom from disturbance or tranquility. You know, or a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. You know, and I mean don't we all want that whether or not we're a believer yeah. or follower of Jesus like yeah. gosh we want peace among our kid relationships our the you know the kid between our kids we want peace in our home our workplace our world our friendships 
you know, it's like, and cause right the, in the world is searching for this peace, but what we're going to talk about today is right. That we can never find this peace apart from Jesus. And even with us as followers of Christ, I think we often are seeking peace, even though we know it in our head, yeah. we often can tr- start, you know, seeking for this peace in, in other things, you yeah. know, and peace, you know, can so often be the last thing we feel. Gosh, I can, you know, <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> oh man. It's right? like, yeah. And it's just, it can be disheartening, but you know, peace is God's will for us today. Yeah. It's not just this lofty goal. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the reality of it. And this really speaks to that is that it's Colossians 3.15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Wow. We were called to peace. It's not just like a suggestion. It's like, it's not just like, oh, you should probably have peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, this is your calling. That's interesting. Yeah. Like we were called to holiness. We were wow. called to, yeah. we were, were called to peace. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Jesus told his disciples, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Mm. So despite our circumstances, God is calling us to walk in peace today, no matter what we're struggling through. Mm. There's a great article from Mika, I think is yeah, I think Mika, that's how you say yeah, it. Mika Campbell on Proverbs31.org, and we'll link it in the show notes. And this is what she says she in, in this article, and we'll reference it a little bit more later, but Jesus is not talking about the kind of peace we feel when a debt is finally paid. That's relief. Huh. It's not the kind of peace we experience when we can purchase that big house we've always wanted. That's gratification. Oh, that's a good differentiation. I, know, I like that. The peace Christ gives is fully satisfying. It's peace of mind, heart, mm-hmm. body, and soul. It's contentment knowing that no matter what happens, you are in the care of the Almighty. Gosh, wow. Isn't that a reminder oh. we all need right now? I oh, mean, I man. need today. It just gives me the chills. Yeah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Um, all right. So let's just spend a few minutes talking through, you know, okay, how do we get this true peace and and how do we keep it? Uh, I, years ago, it was actually the first Bible study I led, um, gosh, almost probably 14 years ago. And it was with a group of unbelievers. Oh, yeah. And it wow. was, it was Beth Moore's breaking free. Oh yeah. I so, did good. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. Isn't it great? Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, in this, in this Bible study, she talks about where scripture tells us that peace is like a river, right? We see this in Psalms and in Isaiah, and it's compared to a river. I mean, you hear even the famous hymn, right? This was my son's, yeah, each of my kids, I have a song that's dedicated to them. And this is my second son's. Um, And what's so interesting is uh, we had a, he was the one who had some rough struggles in his first few years, but when he was born Mm. before I knew he was going to have struggles, this was the song God gave us. And it was when peace like a river attended your way, when when sorrows like wow. sea billows flow, whatever my lot thou has taught me to say it is well as with well. my soul. Oh, wow. So powerful. Yeah. And I just want to read right now um, from the word of God. I want to read Psalm 46 talking about this idea of peace and, and the idea of a river. Um, okay. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength an ever present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. 
He lifts mm. his voice, the earth melts. Ooh. I mean, what a yeah. like, powerful <laughs> reminder right now. Yeah. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. Mm. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob Ooh. is our fortress. Yeah. You know? Wow. Like, yeah. That is... Yeah. And done. Yeah. I know. Right. Okay. We're done. We're done talking. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I, I, um, I love this Psalm. Actually, when my daughter was four, we were going through a really difficult time. Um, we had an adoption that had failed and, you know, my daughter was pretty like too young to really like fully grasp it, but it just felt, um, it was just a hard time. And we actually, my daughter and I memorized this Psalm together and to hear these words come out of her mouth at four years old. I don't know what it was, but, and I mean, it was ironic. So it was like, I taught it to her because I needed to hear it. And of course she memorized it better than I did because kids can do that. But I still have this video and it makes me cry every time because this is such a powerful Psalm. And my husband just memorized it actually this year Mm -hmm. because we need it. We need Mm -hmm. to be saying these, Mm -hmm. these words need to be on our heart. And one thing I love about this Psalm is that, you know, I think sometimes when we think about God being a God of peace, we picture like, at least this is me, you know, it's like, we can almost picture him like playing the harp in heaven, like <laughs> and just like quietly and sometimes picturing him as just quiet and, and steady it is very peaceful. But there's also a picture here of God. I mean, he breaks the bow hmm. and shatters the spear. He hmm. burns the shields with fire. And we can find peace in that too. This is our God and he's a God of wrath too. Hmm. And there's peace in that. Yeah. And I love this quote from, and Priscilla Shire kind of mentions this, like when we talk about the peace of God, don't think of si- singing and swaying and holding hands in a circle. Hmm. The peace of God is strong, intense, palpable, real. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Wow. You can sense its stable presence giving you inner security despite insecure circumstances. And I want that so bad. Gosh. I mean, just even that word you just said, stable presence, like stability. Like I feel like I've even asked God that the last couple of weeks. Like I feel yeah. like I just sometimes just get floundering in the middle of my day. Me too. Just, I just want to be stable. <laughs> like I just... I don't know. So I really resonate with that. Yeah. Um, and thanks for the reminder about memorizing. Mm. Right. Yeah. I, I've been I've been actually praying about that. Just the power of memorizing scripture. Oh. Well, and I didn't even um, one thing I wanted to share. This is an insert that we didn't even talk about before. This, but it just came to my mind when hmm. you said that is in Ephesians six, when it talks about the spiritual battle. Um, you know, and the forces of, that we're battling, not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of darkness in the heavenly realms. You know, it talks about the armor of God there. Mm-hmm. Okay. This changed my life. You guys like this is so there. It talks about how the word of God is the sword of the, is mm-hmm. the sword of the spirit. Right. Um, and that, so that's a weapon for yeah. us against spiritual battle. And mm-hmm. sometimes this, like we're, we're fighting, mm-hmm. like peace doesn't just always fall into our laps. We're, fi- we have to fight for it. Mm-hmm. That word there is. Is um, often when we see word in um, the Bible, it's logos, mm. which is probably familiar to a lot of people, and it means like the written word. So that's like 
the written word of God, right? The, the Bible that we read, you know, but that word that um, Paul uses there is rema in the Greek, R-H-E-M-A. Okay. So stay with me. I know this is, seems a little nerdy, but the rema is the memorized spoken what? word of God. Yes. That ch- I literally, uh, like it was only like a year ago that I- I never knew that. I didn't either. So, so what it means, you guys, is the way we battle things is by speaking his word out loud and mem- that memorized word in our heart. Wow. That is a weapon when we don't have this peace. Like when we're battling the fears and anxieties, it's like, it's not just about reading and sitting down in our quiet time. It's like, and I'll tell you, I've screamed mm-hmm. his word in mm-hmm. my house. So mm-hmm. anyway, that was just been like, wow, life changing. <laughs> I never knew that. I know. What, what is it again? Raw? Rema. So R H E M A. Yeah. It's the spoken word of God. That's wow. how, that's our sword of the spirit. Wow. Yeah. Praise God. Thanks for sharing that friend. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, I started thinking, okay, so what is a river, right? What are these huh. characteristics of a river? Why, um, you know, Isaiah references it as well. And then, and then why we read about this in the Psalm we just read, what is a river? And, and one of the char- characteristics that Beth Moore actually talked about in Breaking Free um, is that a river is in constant motion. So, I mean, there's lots of character- characteristics we could talk about, but that one really hit me. Um, the way it moves is being fed from an upland source right? Continually, Mm, right? It's not a pond or a lake, right? And I even looked up at usgs.gov and like, what is a river? (laughs) A river river forms from water moving from a higher elevation to a lower elevation. And I just thought that was so cool, right? Like, like this, I'm like, it's just water, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's water coming water from moving. a higher elevation Whoa. to a lower elevation. It's water that's being fed from an upland source that's Whoa. continually moving, right? And, and this wow. is just huge. You know, that means if the Bible tells us God, God's peace is like a river and a river is constantly poured into Whoa. moment by moment, day by day by the upland source, you know, if we want the peace of God, if we want it to reign in our lives, you know, despite circumstances, beside, be, despite health stuff, mm-hmm. beside, despite difficult children, despite whatever, yeah. um, we cannot depend. And this was what was really powerful for me. We cannot depend on past filling up, on past Ooh. fillings yeah. or past intimate moments with God to wow. keep us fed. I mean, I'm not taking away the, um, the importance That's of huge. those times, yeah. like those wow. build relationship, yeah. but as for the strength to Whoa. feel that peace, like a river, we cannot depend on these past moments to have the peace of God in our lives. We require a continual filling up. Wow. That's a significant word there. Right. Wow. I mean, that just hit me. Yeah. C.S. Lewis actually says it this way. He says, relying on God has to begin all over again every day as if nothing had been done yet. Whoa, whoa, that <laughs> I need to hear that. I know. <laughs> I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with motivation to get into God's Word, and I love adding some aesthetic beauty and note taking to my Bible study with the Mr. Pen Selah Bible Journaling Kit. This classy and beautiful kit comes with everything you need to add some fun and color to your study. This set comes with Bible tabs, highlighters and pens, stickers with a modern script font, gold cross paper clips, transparent sticky notes, and a lovely cream and gold supplies pouch to hold it all together. And today you can get a discount on the 
Selah Bible Journaling Collection on Amazon with the discount code SELAHKIT24. Use SELAHKIT24 on Amazon for a discount today. I mean, this was just such a huge reminder for me. You know, if I want to have peace today, I need to run to him as because I'm desperate for him today, right mm. now, you know, uh, for this moment to moment, this day to day wow. to be filled or else I'm like a pond, mm. you know, or else I'll become stagnant, wow. full of bacteria, those <laughs> <laughs> little wormy things that yeah. are so gross, uh, yeah. you know, or I'll start drying out, oh. right? Yeah. Right. And, and even Jesus, right. He constantly gives us an analogy talking about our relationship with him, which we talk about a lot, you know, yeah. as this constant feeling, you know, as he is like, why it's just constantly, everything he said was reminding us, you know, that he's our bread, that he's our water. And these are all things that we need regularly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, like you could have, and we've talked about this before you could have, I mean, yesterday I could have literally had like the most electrolytes and like the best meals in the world. But like today I'm going to be really hungry. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. God built into us the need example for yeah. him. Mm. Right. And it's because why? Because he wants a relationship with us. Mm. I mean, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Like he built us with this need for food, this need for water. And he built us with this need to receive from him constantly like an upland source and to be in this relationship with him because he wants us. Wow. And not yeah, because right. he wants to have a rule or something. It's because he oh. wants us, mm. you know, and it, it just made me think like, cause sometimes I'll, I'll go through a time where I'll just have like this incredible, just time with the Lord, mm. just like, just powerful where God's speaking to me and I'm crying mm. and the Holy spirit and just worship. And it's so powerful and it's so real and it's so relationship building. It is. But if I unplug from that source, mm. Like by that night, I'm like screaming at my kids <laughs> and I swear it. I'm like, what so is true. wrong with me? It's so humbling. Like, what yeah. is wrong with me? Like, and then I'm like, no, that was real. Like that was legit. Like I was literally plugged into God. Yeah. How am I doing this eight hours later? Totally. And it's because eight I- Eight hours. Sometimes like eight <laughs> minutes. An hour, yeah, that was, I was being extra kind to myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, I mean- <laughs> I'm over here like maybe like eight minutes or totally a hundred percent eight minutes. Yeah. My point is that this was just a really good reminder for me. God knows our humanity. He does, but he has created us to receive constant filling. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because, um, just the other day I was having a conversation with, um, some people about like, what does abiding mean? And yes, we talk about it a lot, but, on those lines, one example I, I shared about, um, I think sometimes when we think about abiding, we limit it to thinking about our quiet time, you know, when we're sitting on the yeah. couch and, um, that's a part of it, of course, like getting in his word, yeah, in is, study. that's, that's yeah. where it starts. But, um, and I mean, I was kind of laughing cause I'm like, man, yeah, I I'm in a season where my daughter's older. I do have time to sit and, you know, it wasn't always that way, but like, I, and I'm, I love it. Like I'll be sitting there with my coffee and I mean, you know, Jesus says like, I'm the vine and you are the branches. And I'm like swinging on the vine at that point. I was like, I love this and going to the Greek and like, oh, Jesus, I love you. And, you know, and it's real. I'm not, I don't want to diminish it. It's powerful. But I was saying, you know, same thing. It's like somehow then I, 
the minute mm-hmm. I step up sometimes mm-hmm. off the couch, I'm, st- I, I'm figuratively stepping off yeah. the vine. Yeah. And, and so that abiding, and that's why we talk about that obviously in our first episodes, like it, rem- it says to remain, it yeah, means to remain. Powerful. And anyway, and it, it's like, and then what happens is we try and get peace elsewhere in yeah. our own efforts when we step off that vine. Right. Yeah. And so Mika Campbell, that that article we referenced, she talks about how in our selfish nature, we try and maintain peace as well in our own efforts. You know, we try to persuade God with promises. We even attend more church more often Mm. than usual. We think if I follow all the rules and do the things that please God most, then maybe I'll find some peace. Mm. In the end, we're working at, we're working at peace instead of resting in it. Now that is, wow, we're working at it. This reveals one thing, my trust is in myself instead mm. of in God. And mm. in other words, I put my trust in what I can do, not what God is truly capable of oh, doing, what he's capable of doing. Faith. And I mean, this verse in Proverbs speaks to that. Like he who trusts in himself is a fool. Ouch. <laughs> That's like every day battle that. I know. But one who walks in wisdom mm. will be safe. In Isaiah 2.22 says, don't put your trust in mere humans. Okay. Self-included. We're We're human. We're human. Yeah, man. And, you know, Mika says, you know, one way we can be certain that we've really placed our trust in God is when we experience an indescribable peace. Because Mm -hmm. Isaiah, you know, Isaiah 26.3 speaks to this. It says, you will keep, he will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Wow. That's so encouraging. But yeah. yeah and I just, and I think to even say to that, cause I think in our human minds, we attach that peace to our circumstances, but like mm. we've talked about in other episodes, some of the, the, the times when I felt the greatest peace has been in the worst of circumstances. Wow. So I just want to tag that yeah. on there because that promise rings true and, yeah. and, and it is not attached to our circumstances. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding is because it's beyond wow. understanding. Yeah. Um, you know what I think is interesting? It's not the, the same thing at all, but I mean, don't you even see this, this kind of, me, uh, symbolized or mirrored a little bit in even our earthly relationships, yeah, sure. right? Like even in our marriage, um, on a much lesser level, obviously, and it's not, um, then it's not, we're not talking about abiding, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just talking about just, it's yeah. just interesting, the symbol, um, that you see the same thing, you know, you can have these deep, meaningful, like romantic, intimate times with your husband say, um, which is so important in relationship building. But like, if you don't do that for yeah. like six months, yeah, you know, that if you yeah. just like have this great time and then you guys just don't connect for wow. six months, it's just. Probably not good. Probably not good, right? <laughs> or even friends. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, well, it's, you know, just to invite you guys in, even to Shannon's and my relationship, like, you know, we're, we're, we work together a lot and, and, and we work with God, right? In yeah. a way, it's like we're, we're ambassadors of Christ. We're relying on a spirit. We, we want to work out these things, our salvation. We also want to like work. We do want to work for him. We're not yeah. saved by that. But, yeah. and so, you know, it, with Shannon and I, we talk about this a lot. Like, we can just start, turning into this like working friendship where all the only times we're seeing each other is like to work and yeah. to, you know, write these podcasts. And it's like, um, you know, we, but we've taught, we keep talking about this where it's like, we can tell when we're maybe, you know, it's, it's not as like, friendship is turning into more of this like just transactional ministry. Yeah. 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 And so we've had, it sounds silly, but Shannon and I, um, we're both super busy. And so we actually have to schedule, we do have, we have to schedule in the friendship time, which sounds so silly, but like, that's where we're at. Yeah. And it, man, it helps, you know? Um, yeah, no, I know. I agree, Kristen, because it's when we don't have those, um, friendship times when that's when, you know, 
things can seep in or, or problems can happen because there's not that in that intimacy that's being maintained, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think even what's so cool is because as our call is to abide in Christ, even in these earthly relationships that maybe will not see human peace, you know, the way that would have been originally intended, like a, a hard marriage, say, or a husband that's not a believer or a wife that's not a believer, even in those earthly difficult situations, God is that perfect peace for those individuals. Um, and so these promises are just so, so powerful. Um, and a takeaway today um, is further reminding all of us about this essential need for this in our lives. So if you're seeking peace today in your marriage, in your family, in your workplace, in your friendships, um, deep in your soul, because isn't that what everybody's searching for? Gosh, I just see it all the time. It's so in your face that the world yeah. is just searching for this. And they're searching so for it in different ways that are wrong. And it's just never going to fulfill them. And when we fall into that, un, you know, even subconsciously, it's never going to fulfill us because what our soul is searching for is God, is Jesus, is a person, is that constant flowing from that upward source. Um, I just want to read. I know we've read a lot of scripture today, but it's just so powerful. Um, Psalm 29, 11 says, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So friends, like as we go through our week this week, gosh, let's just not worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Let's not, let's, and what he means when he says worry about today is focus on today because what you need today is to abide in me. Mm. And in that abiding is where this peace that we're talking about, this peace like a river, this peace that doesn't make sense to the world standards will fill our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. And in that power and in that peace is how God can use us uh, to be that light to the world. Oh, that's so good, Shannon. Yeah. So again, thank you guys so much for being here. That wraps it up for us today. But we pray that peace like a river attendeth to your soul. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom. Yeah, and then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.